0: Welcome to the B-Sides Beers podcast. Welcome to B-Sides Beers episode 35. Tonight we're hanging with Scott Middleton, producer, engineer, and guitarist for Canadian hardcore punk band Cancer Bats. How are we doing tonight, boys? really
1: good thanks for having me
0: thanks for coming man we've been uh i've been talking about trying to get you on here for quite some time and i'm you know pretty stoked to finally make it happen yeah
1: stoked it could work out
0: yeah yeah so what's going on with me just in general all of us here yeah how was your day Uh, (laughs) how was your last two weeks
1: today was a didn't like a rare day off for me i got to uh got to hang out with my wife and my son we went to the playground we went we went uh we went to some local farms and bought some nice fresh food nice just a nice relaxing day really um nothing too crazy and uh yeah yeah things are going great i believe that
2: i believe they call it a nice little saturday scott that's what they call
1: it it's true nice little (laughs) it's true it's true it's true (laughs)
2: Might might uh, might have yeah, had to go
1: to Home Depot or Bed
0: Bath and Beyond. Not not sure if we had time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, we didn't even go into a single store. We just like we like we just moved out kind of uh, outside of Toronto, uh, not that long ago, and um, it's just like uh, we're kind of in the country, and we just buy all our food direct from farms now. And Beauty. yeah it's the best sweet.
0: yeah do you do you just turn around behind you there and grab some coconuts off that tree and you're <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, in my, you got yeah, the, the in beach background, background that nobody man. can see except us but yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that that's how you just don't see like my uh son's
3: like pile of like stuffed animals behind me or something
0: yeah that's all right we um, all have dude, it
3: i, I yeah. feel you <laughs> i'll have meetings like that and i have like here you go like cookie <laughs> yeah. monster just like it, it's random yeah. shit everywhere at the end of the podcast i will try
1: to uh sell everyone a course on how to become a uh millionaire and retire at 40 just like me nice man <laughs> i gotta get on that train now
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's time to start uh, is now he's already past the prime though he's already on the other side of 40 so oh, i'm an old fucker man there's no nice you, <laughs> nice
3: yeah,
1: I hit the big four zero this year uh, nice. in October. Yeah, just a couple more weeks, really, counting down.
3: Beauty. Yeah. Dude, you know what? 40's great. 4.1. Nope. Yeah. Mm, not <laughs> yeah. so great. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are we drinking tonight, boys? I don't know. You start. Oh, shit. Okay, well, I just finished off a view field from uh, Driftwood Brewery. It's a uh, a saison, so actually really good. I've been looking for this one for a while. Um, it's like quite strong, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So for tonight, I've got sticking with Driftwood. I've got a white bark uh, wit beer or wit beer, however you want to say it, from dr- Driftwood. This is this is a good one. This is a good summer beer. And I don't know what it's like over there, but it's muggy and hot as F.
2: It's just smoky, man. Oh, it's smoky
3: all day. That one's gonna go. Oh, it's just like you're
2: it's and today it was like 35, 36 degrees. So it was like you were in a fire. That's kind of what it felt like. Just like on fire, smoke everywhere. Smells like your smell like campfire when you come in the house. Like Wow. Yeah. Oh man, that sucks.
0: But I'm glad I oh. <laughs> had enough of it. It hasn't rained here Ever. in like yeah. what 4 months. <laughs> and it just gets hotter. Oh no. You keep checking yeah. the news and it says, "Oh, it might rain next, uh, you know, the next couple of days." Yeah. It's like, "No, it's or not." then it does that and again. it'll
2: just do thunder and <laughs> Every, lightning yeah. and they just light more fires. Yeah. Start yeah. more fires.
3: Yeah. Just, just make all. it more Wow. <laughs> Scott, you're in Ontario? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, no fires at the moment, but uh but we uh, we have had a lot of rain recently. We're the opposite. Yeah. Fuck, man. That's
3: crazy. Yeah. Send <laughs> yeah. that over. Yeah my,
1: yeah, my, yeah, my, you know, like now that I'm a 40 year old dad, um, I can talk about my lawn and my lawn is enjoying that rain.
0: <laughs> Beauty, right? That's the life, man. Once you get there, it's uh, yeah. standing out in your backyard with a beer in one hand and uh, your <laughs> spray hose in the other hand. Your lawn hose and just hosing down the grass, hanging uh, out.
1: Yeah. I, Waving at the neighbors. Oh, well, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we, you know, it's, it's kind of nice. Like our neighbors aren't super close to us. So cool. I, uh, I don't really see them all that much, which is great. Yeah.
0: It's always good to have, have yeah. neighbors that you just kind of don't see.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, oh. there's one neighbor and I never see him ever. I've never spoken to him. Not because I don't want to just, he just kind of, I, does his own thing yeah yeah literally I he the only thing I know about him is he's got a Ferrari and uh, <laughs> and I only know this because the so, only thing I've ever seen him do is he just like occasionally will like turn on his Ferrari and <laughs> and like literally pull it out of the garage and he kind of just like will pull it up his long driveway. And uh, I don't think he really like goes anywhere. I think he literally just kind of <laughs> spins around the block because he's usually back within two minutes. I think maybe he goes to buy a pack. That's of how fast
2: a Ferrari is, man. He's <laughs> already done like.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean that, his... that might be it. I, You know, I mean, I can't say like
2: <laughs> I've never, I don't have
1: a Ferrari and I, I don't plan on it. So, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, good for him, right?
2: Dane, Dane, you. I think we were talking about smoke. You still got more beer there, right right
3: don't right. you? I know. No, I'm no, such I'm, alcoholic, like I, I still <laughs> I'm not judging. Mine. I'm just saying. Keep going. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> all right. All right. So keeping with the driftwood, I've got uh, a Raised by Wolves IPA. This one is delicious. This one kicks ass. Kira bought this for me one day it actually was my birthday and she went out to get beers and she likes to select like how the can looks and this yeah, one's got awesome. like a fucking wolf on it so but it's actually a really nice IPA and then I got a hazy pale ale uh yellow dog i'm really enjoying yellow dog these days and then this one caught my eye and it was a bit cheaper but arcade glow pale ale and this is boombox brewing company out of uh vancouver so there you go Rad. <laughs> I'm gonna get lit Woo-hoo. tonight <laughs> Kids are in bed it's Time to drink it's, not, it's been so fucking hot odd, it was not sleeping <laughs> <but we'll see. laughs> Scott what do you got
1: Oh me well see here's, here's the thing uh, I forgot that Mike told me A, a little while ago this is a bit of a drinking podcast And I'm not I'm not a drinker myself but, but, um, I'll say this, I, I appreciate that side of culture. I really like that you guys have really interesting local craft beer and you're excited about it. Like I, that that's kind of, how do I say it? It's kind of like me nerding about guitar pedals or something, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that side right. is awesome. You know, even though I'm, I've, I've never been a, like a, a much of a drinker myself, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just going basic, really, like the, the thing that I drink um, on the regular lately is literally like a glass of ice water, but I throw in a big splash of apple cider vinegar, and I don't know if anyone's ever had that, but it's kind of like a really like sharp taste in apple juice. And uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. And I'm like, I'm like all about it. It's like my favorite thing. It like wakes me up in the morning. Supposedly it's really, really healthy and has all kinds of good, like probiotic stuff. I'm, you know, I'm kind of a, you know, a bit of like a craft uh, pop kind of guy. You know, uh, I like, I like a fancy kombucha or something like that. Um, Mm. You know, which is, you know, fermented like beer and sometimes kind of tastes like beer on some of the stronger end of the things that like are a little less sugary. Um, So I feel like I'm kind of with you guys. I wish I'd like bought a fancy one today. And then I just, I just blew that. But you know, my wife, she's from Europe and uh, like from Slovakia and, which is like the land of beer. And, um, and so she's all about like, you know, she's like, God, I can't find like really good beer uh, in Canada. That like tastes like, you know, like a really good, european pilsner the same way like she she'll get like the import stuff but she's like i i don't want anything like fruity and 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 like you know really over the top and weird she's just like i just mix miss these like classic dark beers that i would get back home and um she's kind of like she's the one that she does like is like that mill street organic i don't know if any of you guys remember that or if that's too vanilla for what uh you know your listeners are all about but um But, uh, but yeah, she, um, she likes this one called Sharish, um, that they make a dark beer and we have that at the house or like star or, uh, um, like, uh, uh, golden pheasant, which in Slovak is Lepti Bajant. Um, and she'll get the like real imported stuff and yeah, you know, I think, I I think all that stuff's rad. you know, I I always geek out and i like, I like reading bottles and labels and, you know, like. You know, when you're, like, uh, you get some fancy scotch and there's, like, this whole, like, story and history and, you know, yep. all that kind of thing. Yep. I actually like touring, like, distilleries and stuff. Like, I've done that a couple times, like, uh, you know, when I've been, like, traveling around the world and stuff. And I think that's always fun. I know there's always just, like, interesting history and culture behind that. And,
3: yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Have you ever done the, uh, the Heineken Brewery? No, yeah. I didn't do that one, no. That... Okay, it's funny. So that one is like that's in um, Amsterdam. Yeah, it must be an F- yeah it's in yeah. Amsterdam. Yeah, it was closed when I went there. You're not missing much. Okay. It's total cheese. It's just like oh, you can play a drum set made out of kegs, and then like at the end, you get the reward of like just drinking a bunch of Heineken, and then you walk out and you're like, that was awesome because <laughs> you got a beer buzz yeah, on. That's right. why
0: you go on those tours, man. You it's you, you pay twenty bucks or thirty bucks to go for the tour, and then you get all this yeah. free beer at the end. So. More more yeah. than your thirty dollars worth of beer at the end,
3: but I, I actually lived in a, a city called Skidam, uh just outside of Rotterdam, and that's the birthplace of gin. And really? so there was uh, um the, there was a, a distillery right behind my apartment, and they made all sorts of stuff. But their version of gin is called Yenever. So, uh, um, yeah, I yeah, didn't know that originated in Netherlands. That's awesome. Well, the, so the UK version is where they add all of the, um, spices. Yeah. I don't know what they add, whatever, but like the, the, the origin is, is Dutch. And it's from this little tiny town, um, called ski And, uh, there's all these neighbor bars and really quite interesting. A lot of interesting people would go there.
1: Uh, that's cool. But, uh, yeah.
3: So. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, why were you living in the Netherlands?
3: I was I was there for school and then I really? uh, opened up a couple of companies and um, yeah I just I, I was there for about ten years and I was in Eindhoven, Rotterdam and then oh, Skiedam cool. and then came back to Canada. Like, yeah. Skiedam was always this like uh, everyone just sort of avoided it because it was this funny little town and they were just known for gin, but it was actually quite nice because like no one went there. <laughs> it wasn't full of like tourists yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So
1: yeah. I like Eindhoven a lot. I've been there uh, many times. Um, Amsterdam's cool, but it's a little bit, you know, just kind of cliche, whatever, Um, you know, very touristy. And yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, Netherlands in general, I've always really enjoyed uh, whenever I've gone there on tour. It's been shows are great. You know, people are really nice. It's fun.
3: Yeah, Eindhoven's like the rock city yeah. there. It's like uh yeah. You you've got some like um I mean the, um, did you guys play the F in the uh, Oh no, like the like Dynamo
1: or Dynamo, whatever however they call it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like um because yeah. I don't know, like for those who don't know, like there there used to be this like massive festival, like metal and rock festival in Netherlands called like the Dynamo Festival and uh it was really big in like the nineties. Um and uh yeah, and anyways they have they own a venue, the the festival which doesn't happen anymore but um they they own a venue in eindhoven which is like a really awesome venue and uh has like a bunch of different size rooms in it and i think we've played almost every room in the in that building and at one point or another and like various size shows it's cool um actually the, the cool thing for me i was really excited because when i was a kid there was like um I, t- I took a trip to ireland with my parents um and uh toured a lot of distilleries on that, uh, and breweries on that one actually went to Guinness and Jameson and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, I, I ended up like, uh, whenever we'd go to some Irish town, the first thing I would do, cause I was like 15 would be to like try and find like a record store or a guitar store or something. And, um, in the first town we went to in Ireland, I found one and I like, you know, my parents had given me like some sort of, like you know trip money and like i spent i spent my money like immediately on like the first town and i bought um i bought this like dynamo festival compilation and i didn't even know what it was i just like looked and it was like this like roadrunner records comp with like like um wow, awesome. a bunch of cool bands and uh and i was like really stoked and uh and so i just bought it and then would just like listen to this comp because it just had really rad stuff and um and then later on realized that it was like a festival, and then yeah, I don't know. I was I was so like when we went and actually played that venue for the first time, I was like really excited. I was like, oh cool! It's like really full circle for me.
0: Very <laughs> uh, really cool. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's so right. That. Um, but uh, yeah, um, do we have more people to go through about who's drinking what now that we're done with my boring vinegar vinegar water? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Mike, go ahead. Okay.
0: Well, I got three on the go right now. One was just the pre-one that I haven't finished yet, but uh, the first one is Okanagan Springs uh, Terrace Mountain Seasonal, or Season IPA. I've had this one before uh, on the podcast probably six months ago or so. It's a it's a yeah, solid IPA. Represent
2: in local, rep- local, represent in local. Represent. You got to do it.
0: <laughs> uh, next one is from Tin Whistle Brewing. Uh, it is a coconut hop hopfenweiss. How the hell do you pronounce that? Anyway, some German thing. Uh, so it's it's like a it's like a pina hopfenweiss. It's it's a what is this? A wheat beer with it's kind of like a pina colada wheat beer. Don't know. Haven't tried that yet, but yeah, yeah. just I, I I've been running through everything in all my local shops and. And now I'm really digging to find new things that I haven't had yet. So I've uh haven't been a big fan of extra flavory or fruity beers, but like I said, I'm kind of running out, so I'm trying some stuff. Uh the other one is from Andina Brewing. Andina Brewing out of Vancouver, and it is a fruit punch sour.
3: So Can I see that, Ken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They do a nice, um, the name has escaped me. It's like a Mexican something Pilsner, I think. Anyway. Yeah. This is the first time I've had
0: anything from them, so I'm excited for that one. So,
3: man.
2: Lip. Nice. Yeah. I got another uh, German name for you guys to try to pronounce, but it's from the Russell Brewing Company. Mein (laughs) Scheißer. Yeah, the, the sh the schnapside. The schnapside. Schnapside Pilsner. I, I guess that's, that's nice. what I say it. So uh, but it's a uh, a classic German style pilsner and it's really good. Actually, I've been drinking it since you guys have been talking, so I'm doing that one, and then I, I had to get this Dane because I was thinking about you on this one, because this uh-huh. is this was two dollars.
3: Fuck yeah. Which
2: means this is either going to taste awful or it's going to be fantastic. But uh, the can kind of caught my attention too. So I had to buy it because it's yeah nice. Hanks Longer. Saddle up, bro, because we're going to have a headache tomorrow morning. <laughs> S- strong beer. Strong beer, but 5.6. 5.6 for that one. So, But two bucks. That's it. I don't think I've seen a can for $2. So I had to just buy it to try it. And I'll let you know how it is because awesome i love the can yeah the can looks great that's great yeah but nicole's like oh hope it doesn't taste like cold 45 with like the horse on it she <laughs> just made me think of that I'm like, right? uh, there's a reason it's two bucks maybe so but that's or what you is. found gold? Maybe, right? Maybe I found, found the next a diamond one.
3: in the rough, man. Yeah. And
2: you know what? That is uh, well. You know what? It's from Red Truck Brewing Company from Oh yeah, Vancouver. they're dope.
3: They're right, they're right by Emlyn Car. Yeah. In, in Vancouver. There you go. Yeah. So there's Hank's Lager,
2: <clears throat> Red Truck, sweet.
0: Well, now that I finally, we finally were able to get you on the podcast. Yes. Uh, I'd like to dig in a little bit on cancer bats for the people that have no idea, <laughs> have not had the, 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 uh, the luck of coming across your, your tunes and your project. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, I guess, I don't know if you want to give a little short backstory and then we can kind of throw some other things out at you.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, you know, there's, um, like, I mean, if no one's ever heard us before. I mean, we're, we're kind of a bit of like a, a metal punk hardcore crossover, uh, mishmash kind of band. Um, you know, we blend a lot of different styles of heavy music and Liam and I, we started the band in like 2004, um, which was kind of like as a side project of like a, another band that I was in called at the mercy of inspiration, which was a little, a little bit more like, um, like kind of like black metal influenced metal yeah. core, metal core kind of like death metal. It was, and so Liam and I, like we were old friends and he, um, he was basically living in Montreal and I was living in Toronto and he was just like, yeah, like, like, why don't you come hang? And so like we would like hang out and then just one day we really started seriously talking about starting a band. And so, um, you know, the cool thing at the time was I used to like work for VIA rail selling train tickets so I could take the train anywhere in Canada for free. Nice. Uh, which Perfect. was like a, a nice job perk. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I would like go and hang out like, uh, you know, like on weekends and I, uh, he told me to bring a guitar. So we just started jamming and writing songs, and it was a lot of fun. And then uh, we kind of figured out, like, who who else we were friends with that could, like, play instruments. And, um, yeah, we started playing shows. And that, like, um, it, it was one of those weird things where, like, um, we started getting a lot of attention right away, um, you know? And I, I think it was kind of like a little – it was sort of like a like, – you know, like there's a few reasons for that. And part of it was like, wasn't even cause we were like really great. If that makes sense. Like, like, you know, a couple of the guys in the band couldn't like even really play that well, but it was like that, that started out. We have a different lineup. Um, I just want to be clear about that. Cause the guys <laughs> in my band now are really good. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, But yeah, like, you know, again, we were all young, so that's not even a thing, but like, you know, like, um, we just like had our buddies in the band that were just like, yeah, let's just start a band. Again, I wasn't trying to take it serious cause I had another band and um, I just wanted to do something fun. But I think that's kind of the side of it though. is like, we were writing music from like a, like a genuine place of honesty and, you know, and not like overthinking it. We just wanted to like write stuff we were excited about. And I think that like excitement, like transferred itself to like uh, the live show and, and, you know, like Liam's a great, front man really charismatic and like you know really kind of like was able to like put a smile on people's faces when uh when we perform and people had a good time and it was just like something different you know like um I was like purposely trying to play guitar weird and, and very different from my other band and just find every way I could to make make it more fun and more like of a challenge for me and in a different way than in my other band which was just so extreme all the time and we were constantly trying to like we had a thing in my old band where we were like we wouldn't repeat a riff like we just wanted it to be like this 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 math this massive like riff salad of just like different things and like that was our thing that was a conscious choice which (laughs) is cool and you know especially like you know again we're like coming up in the air of like like bands like uh like converge and dillinger escape plan and dead guy and botch and it was like like this really like technical time for like heavy music, uh, which is kind of coming back around again, I think, Um, but in a different way. But yeah, but anyway, like that was like a thing where it was just like extreme music was still exciting and trying to push boundaries anywhere you could to stand out. Like that was a thing. But as a reaction, that was like where Cancel Bass, where I wanted to form something that was a bit more like had some more classic influences, uh, you know, in terms of just like we, we were writing songs that had choruses, you know, they still had like, you know, like breakdowns and fast parts the way like, you know, like punk and metal stuff or hardcore would at the time. But um, we were trying to put like a big focus on riffs and, you know, like yeah. I, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm a guy that grew up loving like, you know, thrash metal and then all the nineties stuff, um, you know, like, yeah. Like, I mean, like Pantera and stuff was huge and, and down and COC and, And then, uh, and then a lot of like Swedish metal and stuff. And, and uh, yeah. And I mean, and then of course all the classics before that, but um, you know, I, and it was like, it was this band where I was like uh, I really wanted to be the only guitar player in the band. Like, and that was like the first time I'd ever had a chance to do that. So that was cool. And I I remember like, it was definitely like a standout thing. Like at the time where like 95% of bands, like in our area, were just all five pieces with like a standalone singer and two guitar players. And I just wanted to like break away from that. And I, it was kind of cool because like, I found people were like coming up to us uh, at shows and be like, Oh man, I love how your guitar sounds. And I'm like, nobody ever said that to me in my old band. And I used I used ex- <laughs> there's two, And I put, yeah. And, but I also used exactly the same gear. So I was just like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, I didn't change. I didn't change anything. <laughs> now you're telling me. Finally hear yeah. You. Now you can finally hear me. And, and it was just like, We were, you know, we were experimenting. I was trying to do different things like, like put, uh, like I would play with two guitar cabs, but I would put one on either side of the stage to like, sort of like spread out the sound more and just like have fun with it really. Like, and and, and that was the thing. It just like got a bunch of people's interest, and, um, eventually like, uh, we sort of hooked up with this record label, Distort Records, which they were the label that like, uh, broke Alexis on fire and like signed them. And, um, And yeah. And so anyway, like <clears throat> they were kind of interested in my old band and I bumped into the guy that owned it at an Alexis show and he just was asking, whoa, how, what's your band doing? And I was like, well, not much right now, but I got a new band and I passed him a CD and then like he loved it so much. He like figured out which train station I worked at and like called me at work and, <laughs> and was just whoa. like, dude, like
2: just, <laughs> just like, man, I, I
1: can't stop listening to this. Like, I love it. This is the best it makes me think of all these cool bands and nobody's doing this. This is rad. Like, when can I see you play? And I was like, well, like, we're actually, we're like going on tour. Uh, we're not going to be around for like a couple of weeks, but then we have this show. It's just like, what, you're already going on tour. And we're like, well, yeah. Like cause my other band's kind of breaking up. I have this like tour van I still have to pay for. I'm like making it. So like, I figured we may as well pay for it by playing shows. And so we like booked a, a tour out to like the East coast of Canada and back. And, did like a week of shows, which were all really good. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then we came back and like played a show and that guy was there and he loved it. And then he was also kind of a a local promoter at the time. So he started getting us on shows that he was doing and sort of testing us how we would like do opening for other, um, you know, bands that were like way bigger than us come like, like American bands and stuff like that. And, uh, he would put us on little weekend runs and, Yeah, and eventually he just like was like, okay, um, I want to pay to like record two songs. And he like, because he wanted to put out like a a little sampler compilation thing to hand out at shows. And it like, you know, it really started like blowing things up for us. Like, um, this was back in the days of like MySpace and stuff. And, um, and like, you know, the whole like music pages like they used to do. And you could see we were really like getting like a lot of, uh interest from just that and you know he like he like signed us and and basically like right away we were like oh, okay like we need like uh we need a better drummer and we'd already like been friends with mike and he had been in a lot of cool bands from winnipeg um like, he used to play in this like a uh, pretty big like hardcore band called figure four um with the guy no yeah with the guys who were like in no comeback way. kid and stuff um like but yeah like wait
3: what really yeah yeah
1: yeah Yeah. yeah. it was like
3: wow yeah it was like that That was a big comeback kid yeah 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 so like it was
1: like figure four was the band before comeback kid that yeah that that a few of them were in and and mike was a drummer and then uh and then he left to like you know do other stuff for a while but um anyways he we had been friends with him and he would just was kind of like hey look if you guys ever need like a like a a real drummer. Give me a call. (laughs) And we were like, (laughs) we do, we're going to give Mike the call. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we, we like, we love Mike. He was awesome. And, and then, um, you know, and, and realize like these, these small dreams that we had. And yeah, I mean, we were able to turn it into the, the next 20 years of our life basically. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing ride, you know, like we uh, we've done, i don't know like way more than i ever thought i would ever do with any band like it's totally. it's really cool and we're we're really lucky and and the people and that we've met along the way and the awesome bands we've got to play with like man like like you know like uh, i think i look back and i'm like god we toured with danzig man like i wor- <laughs> i, I, I worshiped that band like as a kid you know like that yeah. was that was like <laughs> my favorite band forever like you know like i wore out those records and had to rebuy them Like several times, you know, and, and like, and same thing with like, like we we toured uh, like North America with Guar, which was like crazy. And the coolest. Yeah. Like just watching Guar every single night for like a month and a (laughs) half was like incredible. Like we learned so much and you know, it's just, it's just those things where you you never think you're going to get to do stuff like this. Like we, uh, we went to this award show in England and we presented black Sabbath with a lifetime achievement award. Like, you you know just like a like a weird thing like you know and kind of because for a for like a laugh we started like doing a black sabbath cover band
0: that was awesome Uh, the the bat sabbath
1: yeah bat sabbath yeah yeah yeah. like it's it was something that literally kind of like the band sort of like was like a spontaneous thing someone like rang us up and was just like hey i had a band like drop off this festival you guys are playing uh do you know any cover songs we need to fill a spot spot like (laughs) <laughs> we, we love you guys and like, like you got it. You guys know some tunes and we're like, let's, let's do Sabbath and call it bad Sabbath. This will be fun. Like, yep. and again, it was kind of sort of like an off the cuff remark that I made and the promoter guy loved it and we went with it and it's like that turned into a whole thing itself because people just really liked it. And again, we kind of just sort of like uh, kept saying yes to all these great opportunities and it like did a lot of beneficial stuff uh, for us
3: right so i got a question for you on that because like um you went to school for recording producing yeah back in the day right and so it sounds like you're like a very like driven guy you're like you're you must be very specific about your sound and about how that's going to be translated through recordings like were you ever concerned like you're just like yeah man you're jump on opportunities and like make the best of it but were you ever concerned about like maybe someone misinterpreting how you thought the band should sound or like anything else that can happen as like you know you you um you, you know you, you jump on these opportunities yeah well i
1: mean like you bring up going in recording school like that was i mean that was something i was trying to do like the second i found out about like recording studios in general like I remember being a teenager and like playing guitar and being like oh yeah I could I could have a career working at a studio cool like Sweet. yeah, yeah. I, I remember going to like my guidance counselor and being like how do I do this and she was like she's like oh, let me look into it and then she came back and she was like no you're not going to do this <laughs> no no I don't remember and then like I remember when she like called my parents and was like literally told them like don't let Scott do this like, he'll just be cleaning <laughs> toilets and like making coffee, and this will be terrible. Like, oh my God, no, no, no. He should go to university for something else. And, um, which, you know, I mean, was ridiculous. And unfortunately, like, I believed that, uh, you know, and I, I talked myself out of it and like wasted a couple of years going to university for stuff I didn't care about. And, and yeah, and basically, like, what happened was, is like, I was living in Toronto and stumbled upon a recording school that, like, opened up around the corner from my house. Like when I was on my way to like adopt a cat with my roommate, know, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's just like this funny thing. And yeah, it, it was just, again, there's like quite a few things that have just like fallen into my lap and I'm just like, I'm just going to try this. And that was one of them. And the real reason I did that was because with the bands that I'd been in before, um, you know, since high school, every time I went to a studio, I had no idea what I was looking at, what was going on. I just like saw all these like crazy cool buttons and, and switches and knobs. (laughs) I wanted to turn and push them all. And, you know, of course, every time I tried, the guy would smack my hand or yell at me or whatever, you know, I wanted to go in and and I wanted to be, uh, you know, able to like carry myself respect, respectably and respectfully and, and really just try to like have the, at least the like the language to communicate what I wanted to create i and that was the thing like i had gone into some recording sessions really green i felt embarrassed but i was excited at the same time but i just felt like i i don't know how to contribute this other than with playing and so like going to recording school was a huge part of uh you know learning that for me and that that really only scratched the surface anyway that just sort of really got me the bug the cool thing about that um was that uh, after i graduated um the school, like, gave me some, like, free studio time that I could use up, nice. and I banked that, and that's Brilliant. what I recorded, like, the first Cancer Bats demo with that that I, like, gave to the Greg from Distort Records to, like, that got assigned, you know? Like, that was a cool thing. And th- and that was it, like, for me for, like, a while, where I was like, that's it! I did it! <laughs> like, I did <laughs> the thing! <laughs> and, uh, but it was cool, because when we started working with real producers, like, I knew enough to ask a lot of the right questions, or at least tried to. I mean, I still got my ass kicked by, like by Gavin and Eric Ratz and the other guys we work with along the way, um, just being naive and not having enough experience. But those guys like mentored me and, you know, gave me this wealth of knowledge.
0: Well, it's, it's kind of cool. I mean, I, I got into, I started following you probably 2009 with uh, Hail Destroyer. And then yeah. uh, what was it about a year later, you came out with your sabotage cover, your Beastie Boys. Yeah, How did that come about? Because that is such a killer version of it. And it seemed like that was a huge launching point for you for uh, even just gathering or, you know, getting new live followers. I mean, when you when you play Sabotage live, and (laughs) it's such a brilliant song, and then you kind of do take your own spin on it and blow people's minds from there.
1: Yeah, that was a funny thing. So we were writing our our third record, uh, Bears, Mare, Scraps, and Bones, uh, which we actually just uh, did a tenth anniversary release of that record. Um, unfortunately, the touring plans for that got screwed because of COVID. Yep,
0: but yep, um, yep, but
1: anyway, yep. we re-released the vinyl and like did a remaster, which was sweet. Um, but uh, anyway, long story short, uh, Liam came into practice one day while we were like writing that record, and we were kind of like almost done writing. Basically, at that point, we were like pretty heavy into pre-production. And then he was just like, guys, I had a dream last night that we covered sabotage and we were at a festival and like all the guys in the other bands like that, uh, you know, we're playing the festival. we like, so stoked on it too. And it was like this great party where I was just like, Whoa, sabotage. Um, and it was just fun. And really like, we learned it kind of just to go play some festivals we were gearing up to do. Um, and Like, we kind of tossed around the idea of recording it, uh, but we weren't really supposed to do it. And it was one of the things where, like, when we went in the studio, we recorded all the songs we had, which was, like, a lot. Like, I think we had, like, 15 or 16 that we had written for Bears, um, and we recorded all of those. And we were, like, doing guitars and maybe even vocals at that point. Um, And then, basically, it was just, like, I don't know how the decision really got made, but essentially like, I just remember like rats coming in and being like, all right, we're setting up the drums again. We're throwing mics on, we're going to, we're going to track sabotage and we're going to add it. And we're just like, okay, here we go. And like, you know, Mikey band banged out the song on drums in a couple takes and, and yeah. And then Jay and I ripped guitar and bass, Liam sang and we added like a bunch more like layers of guitars and shit. And, uh, like, you know, like really kind of, I don't try to do some fun stuff and, you know, like that really like added to it and made it like come right. to life. And I don't know. And we were just doing like, you know, our sort of modern heavy take on it. And uh, and yeah, like it's it's like a staple of all our live shows. We never not play it. And and it's like I have the most fun when we play it. It's one of my favorite songs to play. I think that's my whole thing with like Cancer Bats is like like like. Mundo. That shit's fun, man. I'm there to, like, yeah. play guitar and have fun with my buddies on stage. And, like, whatever I'm going to do that's going to make make that more fun is, like, the best.
3: Okay. I get, Scott, I get <laughs> that from you guys because, like, um, you know, you're, like, a, a hardcore metal punk crossover, but I get a lot of fun. Yeah. And you'd mentioned, like, making fun videos, right? And, like, that's kind of, like, the other weird side of making music is, like, trying to like represent that in a video. And I remember the I think the first video I saw of you guys was bricks and mortar. And I was like, that's that's awesome. Like you guys are showing off like all the sweet spots in Toronto. Or I'm assuming it was all all Toronto, Toronto, right? yeah. Yeah. And it's just like a fun video, but it goes with the song and like it it just looks like a lot of fun. I just was like, yeah, fuck, I want to hang out with these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. but honestly, and that that's the other thing I'm telling young bands. I'm like, we're like making music videos. And I'm like, make it, make it like interesting and definitely try to make it funny.
0: This like, is the entertainment industry. You want to entertain. And if you you're not entertained, exactly. no one's going to give a shit about your songs. I mean, when you exactly. go in and I'm, I'm looking through some of your videos and you've got your uh, your carpool karaoke video. Fuck, I laughed so... Oh, yeah, that was Like, yeah, I, I still want... It's fantastic. Just something as simple as that, yeah, and yeah, it's that so was, catchy, and it just grabs you.
1: You know, but making something like The Sabotage Journey was the best, because literally, it was, like, us goofing around, trying to, like, run around Toronto, like, pretending to capture fake Beastie Boys members, like, and, yeah. you know, making this ridiculous concept on it, and, like, yeah, it was, like, really you know, really fun and like not, um, you know, not the typical thing, but that's why the video did so well. The single did really well. Like it was just, um, I'm really, really stoked. The, the Beastie Boys let us cover that, you know, cause we had to ask permission, um, which is like, you don't really have to do anymore. It's basically going to get granted. But like, uh, but back in the day, like the labels really had to like ask, you know and um so yeah anyways we did and they they gave us a thumbs up to do it and
3: uh the, the, did you ever get any feedback no
1: i don't th- i don't uh, maybe i heard something about it i can't remember i they must have listened to it once um i'm sure maybe, but then again you know some Beastie boys like they don't have to care um <laughs> <yeah>. I, I, <laughs> I think they I, were
0: I think cool the, enough and down yeah. to earth that they did i mean if they're, they're not going to let just anybody take on one of their songs
1: can we like pause for 2 seconds? Yeah. I need to re- I need to refill my water. Or I'm going to start like coughing too much. Just yeah, one definitely. second, all right? Yeah, we'll yeah, keep yeah, it going.
0: Right. Yeah. Be right back guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, this pina colada deal is or sorry, the the fruit punch sour is I'm really starting to like sours. I fucking hated them before.
3: That's what's fun about beer. You just like switch when you get bored. It's it's so weird, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been avoiding sours all summer and I think like August is going to be sour yeah, month for yeah. me cuz it's just too goddamn yeah. hot.
0: But but all yeah. these breweries just keep pumping out sours now when you, you know a couple months back I didn't see any yeah. and then now all of a sudden everyone has like three or four different sours to offer.
3: Yeah, it's funny, man. When I worked at the tap house that was like that's all people wanted and it's just like, "Well, we got this like really like rare beer from fucking Quebec." Yeah. And they're like, no, no, I don't no, care. No. I want a fucking peach sour. Yep. I want to taste some fucking sour yeah, peach. Yeah, and throw some
0: fucking berries in there, too.
3: <laughs> right? <laughs> and we'll wash down my nachos with some sour. Sal- I'm like, okay, fine. But this, like, <laughs> amazing beer that we have. Yep.
0: <laughs> so it, it, all it is is you, after after your shift, just drinking the amazing beer that no one else wanted that fucking day.
3: Holy fuck, yeah, that was half the reason why I worked there, man. <laughs> We had, like, the the head bartender was uh, ex-military, retired, and just, like, living life. And, um, yeah, so he would order in, like, the most amazing beers. Yeah. Just, like, uh, you name it. I mean, I can't name them because they'd be so obscure. Yeah. But, like, fuck, they would be delicious and, like, full. Yeah. Like, 10%. And you, you know, you'd be like, "Oh fuck!" And you'd have a, they, we would have like special glasses, like those taster glasses, little, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like we'd shut it down, and like we'd fill the proper pint glasses full of yeah. that shit, and like, yeah, even the kegs would be smaller too. Yeah, that's awesome. It was fun. It was fun. It was yeah. fun. Yep. Yeah. Hey, welcome back. Thank, yeah, thanks for waiting for me guys. I, uh That's yeah, it. We're out of here. Oh,
1: well, for sure. My uh my little guy just started daycare and he's uh he's oh. he's bringing all the he's bringing all the germs home. Oh, and nuts. so I got a oh. I got a little tickle in my throat and and that might be it, but uh anyway, I need an, I need another glass of my uh my apple cider uh, water.
3: So. <laughs> can I can I ask you uh, what's your what's your little fellow's name? Ivan. Ah, uh, how old is he? He's almost 2, he'll be 2 in September. Awesome. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I can see yeah. you
1: have a, a fancy stroller behind you there. You must have kids?
3: Yep. Uh Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh Otto, he's 11 months. He'll be a year August 17th It's flying, dude. Just like, I can't believe he's gonna be a year it's old. That's Ryan. amazing.
1: Congrats, dude. Yeah. 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 that it's it's so <clears throat> awesome.
0: It's unreal. Yeah. Well, my my boys are five and three now, as of like last oh. month and next
2: week. So, yeah, it's just fucking crazy, dude. Now, yeah. Got, yeah. It flies by. It. I got a ten year old next month. Yeah. Now. Mike
3: and ten.
2: I got a ten year old next that month. That is in um,
3: Double digits, dude. 28th, wow. I got
2: a ten year old. So wow yeah 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 does it does it get any easier (laughs) it (laughs) changes yeah i know it gets easier for sure but then it just morphs into other problems
1: yeah i know i'm just teasing yeah yeah now now he's gonna just straight up be like screw you old man oh Yeah.
3: yeah I love the stories, Mike, that you have and you're, you introduce your girls to, like, the Beatles and, like, you like obviously, like, you're an, an avid, like, vinyl fan. And, like, you, you give, like, your girls, like, this sort of, like, exploration of all this amazing music that you've curated over the years. And, like, some of the stories that you've, like, told us are just, like, amazing. And, like, I think you were saying how they were, like, really into the Beatles for, like, a period of time. Well, they
2: still are. They love them, right? But it's just allowing them to kind of take whatever they want. So like I got the whole Discogs. I got the whole collection on Discogs. So then on the Discogs app, they just shake the phone. So when you shake the phone, it just mixes it up. So they're like, Dad, can I shake the phone? And I'm like, yeah, go for it. So they just shake the phone and it'll be like (laughs) um, 50 Cent, get rich or die trying. And I'm like, no, I'm like, you can't listen to that. Not yet, two two more years. Yeah, so they should like shake it again and it'll be like, you know, you know, Rolling Stone, sticky fingers, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, you can do that one, right? So then, yeah. (laughs) yeah. so it's just like, they just shake the phone, it just randomizes it, and they just pick these random things, but like usually, if it's like kid-friendly, it's got to be a go. You have to listen to it, right? So like, we were listening to Kenny Rogers, we were listening to You got to listen to it, right? So, John Denver, anything. We were just, it was all out there, so. John fucking Denver. Yeah. (laughs) God bless him. God bless him, so. That maniac. Yeah. So uh, so what's going on, Scott, in the, now, you were talking about playing live, and you were talking about COVID. Now that that's kind of, you know, starting to subside a bit, like what's going on with Cancer Bats and touring and what's, how do you guys get back? Out there? Uh, I mean,
1: honestly, honestly, like I can't, I can't really like say one thousand percent. Like we've got some shows uh, booked in October um, that are makeup shows for March twenty um, <clears> twenty. <throat> that so this will be like the the third reschedule, um, and uh, I, I hope they happen at this point. You know, it's one of those complicated things where you're like, uh, some of these shows are like already sold out. And then it's like, will the venues even be able to hold that capacity and like, you know, is there going to be like, uh, you know, stipulations on who can come or not? Is there like, um, is it going to have to be outdoors somehow instead, you know, like they like call all these things that are like kind of like up in the air and, and it's sort of just like it's kind of up to the governments to just figure it out. And we're kind of just waiting and hoping and we're just going to like plan positively like it's going to happen. <clears throat> And and then we'll see. You know, like it's weird because in other parts of the world, people are announcing tours or doing tours or playing festivals. And yeah, I mean, we, I'm like assuming everybody lives in Canada uh, that that's on this. So <laughs> I, I don't I don't know where like Mike and Dana actually live, uh, but
0: we're 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 know. all in BC. So
1: okay, everybody's in BC. Cool, yeah, yeah. great, yeah, different yeah, parts. and I, are... again, again, I don't know like how locked down you guys are versus. Ontario, but, um, you know, things just let up
3: here. Yeah. You guys have had it bad. Yeah. Man. Yeah. We've had it pretty bad. It's been, Slack. it's been really, really strict and,
1: you know, I mean, it is what it is. It's just like we're all dealing with it and we're going through it the same as everyone else. And, um, you know, with, with, with cancer bats, like, um, we, I, I think like the main thing we've always talked about is like, we want it to be like a real cancer bat show when we perform again, you know, like it's going to be kind of weird if everybody's like forced to, like sit really far apart, and it's got to be seated. And uh, you know, I just hope music can get back to doing what it used to do and improving people's lives, and you know, being like a really positive impact. And I, I, that, I miss that. You know, like, truthfully, amen. it'll get know, there. Like,
0: amen.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like Dana is. I'm sure. You know, you've got a, you've got a one year old now. It's like you're, you're a lot like me. You know, like <clears throat> my son was born September 2019, just before the pandemic. And, you know, because of being able to stay home, I, I didn't miss any of his, you know, his life. And, and i got I've been here every day with him. And it's absolutely, like, and that's, yeah, that's the like, yeah. that's kind of the, the weird, like, uh, s- silver know. lining to, to the whole thing where you're like, oh, exactly. wow, like yeah. I got to do something I, I wouldn't have otherwise, which, you know, feels weird to say, because, you know, you don't want to like, um, you know, knock down anyone else's like tragedy. Um, but, yeah. but there's like, uh, you know, like there's, there's this thing where it's like, yeah, it's like, he's my whole life right now, you know? And, and it's, uh, and it's the best and I'm learning a lot and and trying to adapt and, and yeah. And like, we all have to see what, uh, you know, what comes next. I mean, you know, at, at the moment I'm like, how do I say it? I I'm kind of at the position where it's like, you know, um, if I watch the news or read the news, uh, you know, the 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 messaging is so negative that it, it just like it feels like the the world is like just like
3: going to focus just, on Jeff Bozo going to Well yeah, yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> well, I mean yeah,
1: yeah yeah I mean if if that I mean that's like a comedy hour.
3: Scott, I got a question for yeah. you. Favorite Megadeth song.
1: <laughs> oh, whew. Oh wow! This is a tough one. Megadeth We've, Sorry, we've got a, We've got a. a we've like, got a repetitive thing. We've
2: Why got a repetitive I mean? thing with the
0: podcast where Dave Mustaine, it always comes up at the end for, um, obvious obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. <laughs> yes, obvious <laughs> reasons slash um, I don't know comedic value or whatever. But yeah,
1: yeah. Uh okay. Well. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like this is this could go a lot of different. Sorry, dude, I put you on the well, spot. Well, no, Sorry, I mean, man. see, like Mega, <laughs> Mega's one like a really important. band. I should have faxed yeah, you this no, question. no, no, like. they're like a really important band <laughs> in my life. Like I, you know, they were they were my favorite band for years as a kid. Um, I've always really loved. Um, uh, Poison was the cure. Um uh, yeah, yeah, off Rust in Peace. That's cool. like one I'm trying to think of like a good one that's like a little oh, like I, actually I'll say this. My other kind of like classic all time favorite is like Angry Again. Um, which is like uh like from the last action hero soundtrack. Yeah,
0: love that um, soundtrack. Oh so God. good.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's like that's like classically like I think some big gun
0: best- and some what the hell have I and Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Like literally so many humongous songs on like on such a ridiculous movie yeah yeah uh they they had like it had like the best soundtrack yeah like literally that's one of the, the worst one, one so of bad. the best allison Chains songs one of the best acdc songs yeah mm-hmm. like straight up that that that's a that's a huge heavy hitter record yeah. um and yeah angry again it's like wow. it's it's so sick and it's like uh it's better than half of countdown to extinction i think even like I, I just love it i used to also really love like i don't know if you know the other one like i like i like weird songs like uh like 99 ways to die that's a great tune. yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. like (laughs) like so like i'm like i'm like the king of like uh when i i'm like uh, i'm being like massively influenced by like soundtracks and compilations yeah yeah and yeah and like 99 ways to die was on like the beavis and butthead experience love that album so much yeah 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 so good like that was huge for like you know, defining my musical taste. Yeah. Like, it was like that album sp- and Judgment yeah. Night
0: soundtrack and. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Airhead soundtrack. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Oh, great, yeah, baby. yeah. So, so yeah. many good ones. And, uh, yeah. A- anyway, so, yeah, like, I think that would be what's, what's everyone else's favorite? I would like, I mean, this is a serious discussion. Like, what?
0: It's, it's a deep discussion, <laughs> and we're going to dedicate one whole episode to Dave Mustaine and and megadeth at in the near future i think we're gonna have i think to. we should because we've been talking wow. about it <clears throat> off and on it's just been a little piece that we've thrown in at the end of every episode for the most part over the past year oh. so oh, we're man. gonna have to do a proper deep dive into it
1: yeah oh man i can't I think so oh, i'm stoked uh there's this there's a band i'm producing right now who is like literally like the young megadeth and and they're like
3: awesome they're like legitimately
1: good too it's crazy awesome yeah they have like they're like probably like one of the best lead guitarists i've heard in my life and i'm so like what's what's their name well that's the tricky thing is they're sort of like originally the band was called pipe dream um and while i don't think that's a very good name the name also happened to be taken yep and so so i'm encouraging the band how about i mean
3: pipe death
1: oh yes yeah
2: Uh,
3: back to Mustaine
1: for a second though um are are you does it doesn't Mustaine like have his own like wine or beer have you guys like been having that on the podcast
0: we have had yes uh, i I, we had that on when was it a couple months back here probably last fall and uh he's working with uh what the heck is that company they call it they they do unibrew they do modi and tre and yeah yeah uh, unibrew it's it's fantastic uh his 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 beer is very light and and it's kind of funny that we were talking about that before that you know he's he's not
3: he's probably never teased he's he's, he's
0: sober so why have a beer
3: i guess and there's there's a but couple I mean, there's, different ones too with you can be involved in the process and not and you know what i mean like you can pick uh, if you're you gonna be in, if you're gonna be involved and,
0: in it be somewhat passionate about it or it's just it's just like crusty the clown with his crusty o's and his <laughs> <laughs> they got razor blades in it and you've never even razor
3: blade. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I sign uh, every
0: endorsement. I don't care what it is. I don't even know what it is, but here's my name on it. Give me the money.
3: Well, boys, I I think I got to like call Yeah, That's cool, man. Yeah. This has been super fun. This has been super fun with dad duties. Call. No worries. All right. Nice to meet you. I love (laughs) you guys. This was like a lot of fun. This was awesome. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for coming to hang. A lot of fun. Absolutely. It's been
1: great. All right. I'll talk to you guys soon.
3: Cool,
0: man. Peace.
1: Thanks for having me. See ya.
0: Si sí, paré.